2: Who better to lead us off than Reese Davis? I uh, know, man, starting right off with the big dog. We're
1: we're, the rip. we're we're getting off the bus immediately with a guest. <laughs> is and it one, the game day bus with everybody singing, it, Darius Rucker and yeah, all of them? Are they in the background, too? Th- th- yeah, Pat McAfee
2: is, is singing whatever <laughs> fight song. Reese Davis is breaking it down. Who better to bring in the college football conversation than Reese Davis himself? Reese, thank you so much for the time, man. Thanks for helping us get off the bus. How are you?
0: I'm happy to do it, but I think another way to look at this is that I could be the undercard. I could be, you know, like the the mere opening act for you guys that the headliners are coming (laughs) late.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I don't think so. You're Race, definitely a headliner, look, my man. Look,
2: that's very humble of you. That is, you know, that's very nice, but you are no undercard, my friend. You are bringing in the <laughs> college football conversation. And so, real quickly, just with this Army-Navy game, where does this event rank for you among all of the college football games that you've been a part of in your career? This one, obviously, is very special. Where does it rank for you every season?
0: You know, it's hard to rank it because I think it's, its own entity it's unique and as my uh, friend jay billis with the help of his wife wendy uh, reminds us often there is no gradations of unique something is either unique or it's not and i think that this game is part of it is because of the daunting prospects of what lie in front of the men who will play the game tomorrow the other is sort of the history and the nostalgia of uh, both service academies and what they represent in terms of uh, Protecting our freedom as a country, and all of that is sort of captured on on the football field. And then for you know for those sixty minutes or last year a little bit more with the overtimes, you know, there's hostility on the field, but there's such a, a great respect because there has to be that bond for what you know as has been said often. What will happen upon other fields uh, upon other days? So it's uh, it's really. Special for us to be a part of it. I really missed being a part of it a year ago. And to bring it to a place where they haven't hosted Army Navy before, which is also so rich in American history, just seems like a really natural fit. And I know that uh, Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, the entire uh, crew of people who work to make this happen are very excited and, um, and proud to have hosted this. So this is a great thing for our show and we enjoy being able to showcase both uh, the Corps and the brigade uh, on that on this morning in December where they get to be the standalone game and you know not get not get lost in the wash of conference championship games or other rivalry games or something like that. This deserves its own stage and we're proud to uh, help shine a light on that.
1: Reese, West Bryan here, and then talking about that stage and with college football being with all of the spread offense and all these points and throwing the ball all over, all over the field, 105 rushing attempts last year in this game. We know this is going to be all <laughs> about running and playing defense. How much do you enjoy this as a purist where it's just straight running and straight physicality in this game? It's
0: uh, it's fun to watch, man. It is like uh, like. Taking a step back in time, and to both of their credit, both of them looked into tweaking their offenses a little bit this year, and had some degree of success with it. Particularly Army, although in the I think in the most recent game, Army won yet again under uh, Jeff Munkin without completing a pass. You know that's one of the things I think about. You know about Jeff as a coach. And this was also true of Ken Niamatololo when he was the head coach at Navy. And I think will be true of Brian Newberry as as he's taking over in his first year at Navy. They adapt and they run these offenses because it it levels the playing field and gives them an opportunity to win. Um, You know, Ken Niamatololo certainly uh, probably should have been hired at Arizona. You know, at one point he would not have run this style of option there. If Jeff Munkin gets a job, he wouldn't run this style of offense. But it gives him a great chance to win and it is so much fun to watch because it, you know, a lot of us grew up with this or at least some version of this type of offense and to, and, and to watch it, watch the intensity, watch the physicality of, of the guys is, uh, is really cool and it usually lends itself, uh, to being a close game, which we get on most occasions or at least more often than not.
1: Okay, Reese, now getting down to the topic that's been on everybody's minds pretty much all weekend, I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon as we're almost a week removed uh, from the college football playoff selections. Uh, what are your thoughts? Are you still as excited about these games? And was Florida State being left out uh, an indictment on the ACC, in your opinion?
0: I, you know, I don't think it's an indictment. It's not It's not a comp- Conspiracy—it's you know all of that's nonsense because as I take an aside and take this opportunity, I guess if this were some um, conspiracy led by a cabal, why are Michigan and Washington in it? You know we'd have we'd have Florida State and Georgia. You know if this were some you know ESPN-led cabal, so it's sort of a you know it's sort of nonsense. I don't mind the fans; they should be upset about it because it's their team, and you know I, I understand that but the people who should know better that have been saying the nonsense and stoking the fire for their own gain is you know probably to be expected but still disappointing um i think that here's the argument you can look at all of the other things but the the thing turned on the fact that Florida State on one side of the ball didn't look the same without Jordan Travis had Tate Rodemaker played in the ACC championship game and had he, you know, had he looked, you know, at least as good at Florida, maybe maybe a little bit better than that, looked a little, you know, a little bit more like the passing game was a factor, a little bit more like the offense could function well, I think Florida State would have gotten in. But, you know, basically what it came down to for that committee was do they think they could win the national championship? And they deemed that the answer was no. Now I think the appropriate argument, if you want to make one, is not screaming nonsense about conspiracies, but saying, do we want that? Do we want the committee to be able to evaluate injury? Is that appropriate? And, you know, it's a different thing in basketball because you're not talking about inclusion or exclusion. And to me, that is a much – now, it doesn't change the result, but none of these arguments are going to change the result. So the question should become, is that appropriate? Do we want that or do we want it to be a strict uh, evaluation of what was accomplished regardless of other circumstances? And when you do that, what is that? That's a formula. And we didn't like the formula before. We hated the BCS. The BCS is awful. We need people to apply some common sense. Well, in the judgment and in the protocol of the committee, evaluating injuries fell into the realm of the common sense. That part's not written common sense, but injury uh, that that part is written in. So that's the issue. The issue is not about somebody wanting somebody in it. i've I've taken offense not personally, but when people cast this committee as a monolithic group that is incapable of thinking on their own and it would take direct orders from somebody or has an agenda against this team or that team. you really think that about Jim Grove? You really think that about Joe Taylor or Ward Manuel? You really think that? You know, it's kind of, it's nonsense. And, you know, so that, and Will Shields, there there are players and coaches, you know, in that room, and this is the decision they make. And by the way, I'm sure it wasn't unanimous. I'm sure it was heated, and I'm sure that there were a number of people who said not only does Florida State deserve to be in, they deserve to be number three. And, you know, it's it's really unfortunate because, this was a different kind of year in terms of playoff contenders. There were more of them. There were a lot of years where Georgia would have gone in anyway. We'll just look at two years ago. Georgia lost in the SEC championship game and went in, won the national championship. So it was a different year in terms of a lot of teams who looked very similar, whose resumes were Uh, you know, depending on which part you prefer and wanted to cherry pick, one was better than another here or there. But they're all taken as a whole pretty similar. Not a lot of, uh, difference among the teams. And because of that, Florida State was a, you know, just a terrible misfortune with Jordan Travis. Um, you know, didn't, didn't make it out of the committee room. And that's really, really unfortunate for the Seminoles. But, you know, I don't think it was any type of indictment on anybody. It was simply a case of misfortune. They lost their most important player. And it wasn't a running back or a linebacker or a guard. All of those players are important. But there's a reason that people are paying seven figures in the transfer portal for quarterbacks. They touch the ball every play. They orchestrate the offense. And the way football is played most places, he says, they are the most important guy on the field. And not that the other ones aren't. Not that it's a one-man show. But if you don't have a quarterback, you have a really difficult time, and the committee felt like that's where they fell short. And I think it was as simple as that. Not an indictment on anything else, it's just uh, pretty simple.
2: That's no undercard. Reese Davis helping us out, Not starting at the all. show today, right all. off of the
0: bat. Other than that, so- other than that, <laughs> that long winded answer, I don't have an opinion. No, no, that's it. That's, that's Reese
2: not sharing any opinions to lead off the show. Nothing like that at all. I wish we could hear more of your opinions, but such is life on Media Row for the Army-Navy game. We got a lot of guests to get through, but who better to start it off than the guy that brings in college football every single weekend. That is the voice of Reese Davis on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Reese, can't thank you enough for your time, man. Really appreciate it.
0: All right, guys. Have a great